Sound the alarm. Justin Fields has been inconsistent at Bears minicamp. Sports Talk Chicago. Here for John Zagula. Appreciate you tuning in. Follow us everywhere at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit us up here on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and the like button. And also make sure you help out our sponsor, Amish Country Farms in Orland Park. This is not a drill, folks. This is not a joke. This is not me being hypercritical. We're coming down and bringing the hammer on Justin Fields for not doing well. This is a credited report from a real reporter. Adam Hogue went on 670 the score today and did not have good things to say about Justin Fields. He said, quote, today was not a great day for QB1. The concern for me is when he's going to other wide receivers, when he passes to other wide receivers. Hoke said, quote, I'm still seeing more of the guy we saw last year where there just is that inconsistency, and today especially. I found myself standing on the practice field there today, literally saying, throw the ball, throw the ball. This was during seven-on-seven drills with no pass rush. No pass rush, no pressure, no not, nothing to worry about, no fans, no defense. And Justin was inconsistent and was worried about throwing the football to some receivers. Hogue did go on to say that him and DJ Moore have a great connection, and Fields has the utmost confidence in Moore based on how quickly he throws the ball to him in his direction, which is encouraging. And we talked about that from the beginning when the Bears made that trade, that it'll be nice for Fields to have a true number one, a true safety blanket, somebody who he could trust 100% of the time to make routine catches and extraordinary catches at times. But this is not good. When Hogue was asked if he sees anything good from Fields, Hogue said, quote, it's not that there's nothing good going on. There is. We all just want to see it be more consistent. That does not sound like a confident quote. Some things are going good. I can't point them out to you, but don't worry. Just needs to see more consistency. This is an alarming report. And I don't want to say that this means Justin Fields is doomed or things are going to go bad in 2023. It is mini camp. It's the summer. And Fields needs to get back into football mode. And that's fine. Not every bad camp or bad practice or bad report from mini camp or training camp is going to turn into a bad season. But no matter how you slice it, this is concerning. There's no pass rush. There's no pressure. There are no fans. This isn't under the guise of a clock. Play clock, game clock, two-minute drill, game-winning drive. No, this is just seven-on-seven, no pads, practice, no pass rush, and yet Fields is unsure of when to throw the football. He's holding on to the ball too long. He's being inconsistent. He is missing targets plainly, except for DJ Moore. For a team that spent so much money on him, invested in him, brought in players to help him, this is concerning today. Again, this doesn't mean he's doomed. This doesn't mean it's the end of the world. But reading this report, hearing about what's going on in training camp, yes, this is concerning. If you don't see it, then that's your problem. I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid about Justin Fields. If he's not looking good, we're going to have to acknowledge it. And although it may be discouraging for all of us to hear that, if it's true, it's going to be said on this program. And it's obviously true at this point, on this day, that Justin Fields is going through some problems on the field. 
That is concerning for a guy who's in his second year in this offense, second year under this head coach, and has just received lots of gifts from Ryan Poles. And for a team that has high expectations, they do. They're not supposed to go 3-13, and 3-14 and 14 anymore. If the Bears go 3-14 and 14 this year, I could guarantee you that Justin Fields might get ousted. Same with Eberflus and Poles. Not kidding. Nobody expects them to go 3-14 and 14 this year. So there are heightened expectations to an extent. I think a wild card spot is on the table. Others don't. Fine. But we can all agree six wins minimum, maybe seven. Right now, with this report, could be a stretch. I found myself standing on the practice field there today, literally saying, throw the ball, throw the ball. I'm still seeing more of the guy we saw last year where there just is that inconsistency. And that doesn't mean Justin Fields was a bad quarterback last year, but obviously, as we heard throughout the offseason, as we even saw last year, he needs to work on his passing game. That's a fact. Not a criticism. Not, oh, I hate Justin Fields. I don't believe in him. It's just the truth. Any quarterback who does not throw for 3,000 yards, you're going to hear somebody say, hey, he needs to work on his passing game. Right? He's a quarterback. That's his job to throw the football. I love that Justin could run for 1,100 yards. And I hope he does the same thing this year. But I'd love to see 3,500, 4,000 passing yards. And I think it's possible. He did it at Ohio State. He was a good pocket passer there. He could do the same here in the NFL if need be. But obviously, we're seeing some issues, seeing some struggles, seeing some situations in which he isn't confident, he isn't consistent, he isn't hitting his receivers where they should be or where they are on the field. That's scary. Every quarterback makes mistakes. Every quarterback falls short. The best do. Tom Brady does and did. Peyton Manning did. Brett Favre did. Brett Favre threw a pick for the Vikings in the NFC Championship game and lost his team the game. Still an all-time great quarterback. Everybody makes mistakes. Fields can too. The concerning part is no pass rush. Seven on seven. No pads. Barely any defense. And he still mentally not able to throw the football at the right time. And he's worried, and he's second-guessing himself, and he's inconsistent, and he's not confident, and he can be at times inaccurate, according to all this reporting. That is scary because it's June, going to be July soon, season's around the corner, and there's no excuse for it. That's the scary part. Can't sit here and say, well, new offense, first-year head coach, first-year offensive coordinator. We've gone through that already. We've gone through that narrative already. We can't recycle it. It's gone. That narrative's gone out in the past. We saw the Bears tank already. We saw the Bears suck already. We saw Justin Fields have bad games and good games last year. This whole season is centered around him, and it's centered around this team growing from worst in the NFL to maybe a wild card team, maybe a 500 team at the least. So hearing about this report is concerning. And if you don't think so, then I'm sorry, but you're drinking Justin Fields' Kool-Aid. You're not going to like to hear that. You're not going to like me saying it. You're going to call me a Justin Fields hater. I can envision the comments already, and that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. But this is concerning. 
This is scary. I heard about this report today, and it's scary. And it's so funny. Hogue was on the radio, and one of the hosts goes, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about the report. Right, because you don't want to be wrong. I'm willing to say that I'm wrong about Justin Fields or right. I'm willing to address a report like this. It needs to be addressed. You deserve to hear about it. You deserve to know what's going on with Fields, what's going on with this team. I'd rather be fed the truth than a lie. I'd rather be told, hey, it's not looking too good. Things are inconsistent rather than, hey, everything's fine and the season's going to be great and then be disappointed later. I'd rather have the idea that I could be disappointed now, and I am. This is disappointing news. This is tough news to hear. And I hope that Justin Fields could recover, and he has time to do so. He has time to get acclimated with this team, with this new offense, as far as weaponry goes. The positive is he can already connect with DJ Moore. That's a good thing. That's what everybody expected and what we wanted to see. But hey, Darnell Mooney's not a bum of a wide receiver. Chase Claypool kind of is now, but really isn't overall. He has weapons to play with. It's time for him to get used to everybody and for him to make an impact. This is on his shoulders now. This is concerning now. And there's no more excuses. Again, we've gone through the gamut of excuses for him. We can't do it anymore. I'd love to continue to make excuses to allow him to continue to develop and and believe in him, but there, there comes a point where you can't do it. There comes a point where you have to say, hey, this isn't good, right? With Mitch Trubinsky every year, somebody made excuses, 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 and then it didn't work out. I still don't maintain it was his fault, but... All of you, or a lot of you, made excuses in the beginning, then everybody turned on him and he was ousted, right? There comes a time where there's a breaking point. This is a breaking point year for Justin Fields, no matter what. You could take what you want from this report, but if Justin Fields does not show improvement in 2023, hey, guess what? It might be time for him to go. Tough saying, but the truth. This is going to be year three in which the Bears have invested their time in him. Year two under the same offensive system and year one with legitimate weaponry that everybody's been asking for and clamoring for. There is no excuse why we're hearing about bad reports about Justin Fields. And I know it's minicamp. I know it's not game time yet. He has time to improve. And maybe this will be an afterthought in a couple of months. But right now, as we talk about this, as we analyze this reporting, it is concerning. The Bears invested in him indirectly and directly to an extent. They brought in quality players for him, weaponry for him. He's under a second-year OC, a second-year HC, a second-year GM. Everybody in that building believes in him, which is good. He's getting everything finally to go his way. Now it's up to him to stay out of his own way. And right now, according to reporting... He's not looking too good. I hope for the best. But Bears fans, the whole moral of this story is this. You're allowed to say things aren't looking great. (laughs) You're allowed to say that you have concerns. It's valid. Until Justin Fields puts up 3,500, 4,000 yards, maybe wins an MVP or comes close, we are going to have to wonder whether or not he's the guy still. He proved last year that he improved from year one. Now he needs to prove this year that he improved from year two. 
We need to see improvement. We need to see valid, legitimate improvement. And right now, according to these reports, we aren't seeing it. That's the scary part. Thanks for watching today's show here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Sports Talk Chicago content. Hit that like button on this video. And make sure you tell everybody to follow us at Sports Talk Chicago. Help out our sponsor, too, Amish Country Farms. So long, everyone.